This is the On The Money Podcast. I'm Mark Elliott with you once again, joined as always in the studio here with Jerry and Nick Royer. And in case you are new to the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about Jerry and Nick. They are registered financial consultants, TV personalities, authors, their radio show airs coast to coast, and they are the founders of a financial and retirement planning firm that has hundreds of clients across the country called Group 10 Financial. They're the creators of the On The Money Retirement Blueprint, a five-step process to help you live a confident retirement lifestyle. So if your goal is to help ensure you don't run out of income during retirement, or you want to make sure you survive in both good and sour markets, or you want to make sure you don't pay any unnecessary taxes, well, then this is what their system is designed to do. And that's what this podcast is all about. Jerry and Nick and their team at Group 10 Financial have over 100 years of experience in the financial world. And right now, it's time for your questions. So Jerry and Nick are going to take those decades of combined team experience and answer your questions right now. And I say this every week on this segment. If you really want to find out more, you have the opportunity, we give you every week on this program, to come in and sit down with Jerry and Nick, 800-691-3372. There's no cost. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. But you have the opportunity to ask follow-up questions. Jerry and Nick have the opportunity to ask follow-up questions. So if you really want to get to the bottom of things, you have that opportunity we give you every week on the program to come in and sit down with them. That being said, we enjoy these questions. They're really good. And our first question comes from Kevin in Windermere. But Kevin, other people might have your question as well. So that's why we use these on the radio show. First question, Kevin in Windermere. My wife and I are 63. We're going to be retiring in three years. My wife has the option of taking either a monthly pension income for life from that pension or taking the lump sum buyout. Which way do you guys think is a smarter way to go? Well, there's pros and cons, certainly, uh, to that, Kevin. One pro would be if you take it out in a lump sum, you now have control of the money. Passes on to your wife, if, uh, or in this case, it's her money, so it would pass on to you and possibly even to your kids it, because you now have control and the right to handling those dollars. You can even take that money out and create your own private pension, uh, one that you control. I think that's the biggest disadvantage that most people find with a standard pension is they've heard companies that uh, are unfunded, you know, their, their pensions are underfunded. They're hearing horror stories that pensions could go away because of uh, the deficiency there. Well, what's going to happen with Sears as an example? I mean, there's all these companies, right? I mean, those are huge companies that may not be around in another 10 years. And if your money is is over there, well, who knows what happens to you? And that's why I think the the going trend now is a lot of people like, like to have control of the money. That way they can at least say, it's mine. I have control of it. I can take care of it. I mean, there's some cons, obviously. Those are some pros. I mean, there's some cons to leaving that pension at the company. One is they own the asset, right? So they turn that over and, and you're only entitled to a monthly check. Um, if you had that, uh, you know, whatever your pension's worth, you don't have several hundred thousand dollars of net worth. You're only entitled to the income check. The monthly check. Yeah, that's it. Nothing passes on to the kids generally. So if something happens to her and she chose survivor benefits, that's great. Maybe you'll get some of the income that she was going to get. And if the company becomes insolvent, then what could happen? Maybe it just goes away for everybody, right? Why There's, would you leave it there? There is a, a reason why you would. If you do a comparison, let's say, and the pension income is dramatically higher than you doing it yourself, then that could cause a reason to, to maybe stay. That's probably one reason is if uh, the, the income was dramatically higher. But again, you need to have a pension analysis done you can give us a call at 800-691-3372, and we'll do a pension analysis, a side-by-side pension analysis 
to be able to determine if it makes sense for you to keep the pension or take it as a lump sum. Look at the pros, the cons, and the strings attached. Again, that number is 800-691-3372, or you can text the word retire to 800-691-3372. Great question, Kevin, as you approach now that retirement red zone that we talked about. Yeah, there's no question. Jerry and Nick are seeing this more and more because of the challenges with people living so much longer. That's why pensions are struggling a little bit as well. So that's a great question and an opportunity for you, Kevin, to sit down with the team at at Group 10 Financial, 800-691-3372. Next question comes from Benjamin in Winter Park. Guys, I'm nearing retirement and I still have a mortgage on my house. Do you find that most people retire still having a mortgage or do you find that most have already paid off their house by the time they hit retirement? Ben, you know, it's about 60% are paid off. Paid off, yeah. 40% of the folks uh, still have a mortgage. The retiree we work with, the happiest are usually those that have their mortgage paid off. They have that peace of mind. They don't have to worry about it. The ones that have the most stress are the ones who still have a mortgage on their home and have no way of seeing it ever getting eliminated. Getting paid off. Yeah, they have no idea when that's going to happen. And they're going out and buying a beach house or something right. else, which is going to so add, getting further in debt Which can as cause a more stress down the road. Yeah. You should be paying your debts down as opposed to increasing them as, as you're getting closer to retirement. So usually, like you were saying, it causes a lot of additional stress. But hey, if you have a nice pension and Social Security and a lot saved for retirement, maybe you can afford it. But Ben, I'd recommend you do a full-blown income and expense plan so you know exactly where you stand. You don't want to do something that's going to cause you to have an income deficit later on in retirement. So, Benjamin, you can certainly sit down with Jerry and Nick and the team at Group 10 Financial, 800-691-3372, because there's a lot that goes into that. Should you pay your house off or not? Interest rates relatively low, but interest rates are starting to climb. So that's a factor in this. There's a lot that goes into this, and it makes sense to sit down with Jerry and Nick and the team at Group 10 Financial because this is their wheelhouse, if you will. This is what they do is help people with these types of questions every single day. 800-691-3372. Glad you're with us today for On the Money with Orlando's father and son, retirement wealth advisors Jerry and Nick Royer with Group 10 Financial. I'm Mark Elliott. And as we do every week on the program, we're answering your questions in our final segment. It is, again, You have a great opportunity to sit down with Jerry and Nick and certainly get more in-depth on these questions, but we enjoy the questions. So we certainly appreciate, Kevin and Benjamin, your questions. Our final question comes from Carol in Castleberry. So guys, what's your opinion of ETFs versus mutual funds? Do you like one more than the other? So an ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. It's kind of like a, a fund that trades like a stock. So if you're familiar with a mutual fund, a mutual fund you can only sell at the end of the day. These exchange trade funds you can buy and sell throughout the day. You can get gold ETFs. You can get uh, an ETF that tracks the S&P 500. It's called SPY. And so there's different things out there. And they usually have smaller fees. Yeah, usually they're smaller fees. And the reason it is because they aren't managed. It's usually more of a passive investment. It's not being actively managed. Whereas mutual funds, there's a management team typically that manages it. And their fees are a little bit higher because of that management but they can be more actively managed in an ETF. As far as planning goes, these tools are one part of a plan. And Dad, you mentioned earlier today the importance of red money and green money. Red money could be an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, or a mutual fund. Yeah, it could be. But I mean, don't discount the fact that one is not safer than the other per se. They're both risk money, and it goes in the red bucket. 
But don't forget, you should also have protected money to go along with anything you have in mutual funds or ETFs. That's the green money. That's the money that's not at risk. You have to have both blended into the same plan. Carol, I hope that helps. And if you are listening and you're like Carol and need some help to make sure you are invested the right way for the future, then give us a call. We will analyze your situation and see if you are in need of a total financial plan. So you can call or text the word retire to 800-691-3372. That's 800-691-3372. This is not some cookie cutter approach. It is truly a customized roadmap to you and your situation and your retirement. But you do have to call in the next 15 minutes, 800-691-3372. And again, you can also text the word retire to that same number. So call or text the word retire to 800-691-3372. For Jerry and Nick Royer, I'm Mark Elliott. Thanks again for joining us today. Be sure to join us next time on The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. 